T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Merang and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. All throws and monkey sounds in there and call it good. The old like Danny Merang pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. Good afternoon. Happy Thursday. Ah, that's Danny Morang. I'm Dusty Hera. Jeff Rust is in the building. Hello, Jeffrey. Ciao, Belly. Yup. What do we? What, what, what do we owe that to? A river derchi. Yeah, a river <laughs> Just you know, by Italian roots. All right. All right. Um. Are you, are you doing this like because Mexico's out of the World Cup and uh, Italy's out of the World Cup as well? Yeah, so, so now I can go back to my to my other countrymen. There you go. That's right. I I'm all in on Croatia. Actually, I've I've never been more in on Croatia than I am right now. Uh, that is my World Cup team. Yeah. Do you guys know who Ivana Noll is? No, but I bet you're going to tell us. Uh, I want to know who he is. Nope. You want to know who she is. Oh. Go ahead and yeah. uh, Google search you some Ivana Knoll. K-N-O-L-L. Um, apparently, she's catching some flack over in uh, uh, Cutter during the World Cup. And ah, we, once you Google her, see you'll why. see why. <laughs> she is a uh, Croatian uh, footballer fan. Who, um, she loves her Croatian soccer and showing off her up tops. Her, her Croatian support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, uh, and apparently she's not backing down, uh, so I stand with Ivana Noll and, uh, this Croatian, uh, soccer team even more than ever. Yay feminism. Yeah, she's saying, uh, no, no, I'm gonna watch this game in, like, a swimsuit. Uh, and she's totally That's Croatian, okay with it. huh? All right. What? What? What that is? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, apparently. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, Ivan, another win for Croatia is what I want. <laughs> okay. Uh, I am. I'm getting now catching the World Cup fever even more and more and more. Uh, that's that's not World Cup fever. Oh. Uh, okay. 
Well, um, what was the uh, Austin Powers character? She does. It sounds like she is yeah. uh, Ivana Humpelot. Yes, <laughs> she does sound like she would be a uh, you know a Bond gal. She looks interest. like she would be. You're damn right. One. Or uh, I, Austin Powers is a great one <laughs> because of the Ivana Humpelot. Yes, um, very much that movie. It it holds up. It does hold up. It, it holds up. I remember. I remember being like a, I think I was like a middle or yeah, middle school when like the first one came out, mm-hmm. and we were at a basketball tournament in like Newport, and we stuck went out to, to a theater. No, no, we didn't sneak out. We were we just went to that movie. I remember like crying. I was laughing yes. so hard, and then I watched it like in college, and I still thought it was just as funny. Yeah. I haven't watched any of those movies in in so long. I watched one of them uh, this summer. Early summer, um, actually, while I was waiting to start here, because mm, right. I had some time off, <laughs> and uh, I remember I, I actually was like, I wonder if this holds up. That was literally yeah. my because th- I had just watched like Wayne World, Wayne's World, like two yeah. weeks before, and uh, swing, yeah, and I was like, that held up. Does Mike yeah. Myers hold up? And listen, man, Mike Myers holds up. Whether huh. it's yeah, Austin baby. Powers, whether it's Wayne's World, whether it's Shrek. Oh yeah, like it okay. holds up. Most undervalued, mo- actually properly valued, most underrated Mike Myers movie. So I married, married an, an axe murderer. murderer. Absolutely. Yeah. Look at the he, size of that boy's head. He, dude, no, it's, it's like, like an orange on a toothpick. toothpick. <laughs> yeah. He's going to cry this massive head on his massive pillow to sleep every night. <laughs> you know what, Mike Myers movie is the worst, but I I love it no matter what. Don't say the Guru. Yes. No. Yes. I've, that, that's one I have not seen. That that movie sucks. It's it's so stupid. But it's so funny. Oh man, Mariska Hargate. Um. <laughs> so I married an axe murderer. I we had to do like a a poem for like something in college. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was, but I I started mine with woman. <laughs> Whoa, man! And everybody kind of just looked at me. I was like, uh, "So nobody else has seen this? Okay, this is not going to play well to this room." <laughs> uh, the people that had seen it, they loved it, though. They loved it. All right. Um, what other movies hold up well? I mean, of that of that vein of like, com- well, a lot of comedies are not holding up very no. well. Like you look back and you're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> but again. Can can we just say this? Comedy over eras changes so dramatically. Could you imagine yes. Eddie Murphy coming out with Raw right now? Oh God! Or de- I'm more fam- uh, familiar with Delirious than Raw. Delirious, but no. yeah, and yeah. new, no. new, no. no. Uh, all of the John Candy movies, those <laughs> hold up, and I don't think even, they're cancelable. Even like, think of like the very beginning. Of that, where he has like the little kid, you tell little Eddie making his first joke about his ding ding. <laughs> Even that would be like, you have a little kid talking about his ding ding. You can't do that. You'd yeah. be canceled from the get go. Yeah, you're you're not getting out of the okay. game. Okay, John Candy, great one though. Steve Martin, Steve Martin films also. The, the jerk is fantastic. I love Flawless. I love the jerk. Three well, amigos combine the two, and you've got your planes, trains, and automobiles. That's actually where Absolutely. I was going next. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. What he, this is a very interesting question. Where's the cutoff line for people that have seen planes, trains, and automobiles or not? Us. Is it probably thirty? Uh, really? It, us? Yeah, thirty-eight. Thirty, like late thirties. Yeah. Because I, I was thinking it's more at thirty, and mm. 
what I need to I need to kind of convey to everybody is we need to be better. Yes, we, we, agreed. We need to be better, and we need to show younger people planes, trains, and automobiles, and make sure this art doesn't get lost. Also, airplane. Airplane is a fantastic. But that's one. cancelable. Uh, absolutely, so Blazing Saddles. <laughs> Blazing Saddles cancelable. But it's but it shouldn't be because no. it's satire. Yes, and satire is is so different. Mel Brooks is the best sat- satire writer of all time. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it Blazing Saddles is. It has wildly racist overtones to it. On purpose. But it is to show the stupidity of, of the racism. Racist. Yes. Um, and that gets lost on a, a lot of folks. Um, um, Leslie Nielsen. Okay. I feel like his, like all of the naked guns, I don't think you can get away with any of them. I, you know today. what movie probably doesn't hold up, but I loved? Hot Shots, part deux. Part deux. <laughs> The mole that moves around the entire time. <laughs> you gave me your mole. Brilliant. Speaking of moles, Buck Melanoma, Molly Russell's wart. <laughs> Here's a quarter. Go down. Go downstairs and have a rat gnaw that thing <laughs> off your, your face. face. <laughs> um, here we go. See, here's a here's a here's a parent doing. Doing the right thing. Just made a twelve year old watch planes, trains, and automobiles. So good. Those aren't pillows. <laughs> It's so classic. Uh, the 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 jerk line that always stands out to me is the uh, these oil cans are defective. <laughs> All right, uh, so the movie Sixteen Candles. Boy, I hate that movie. So you do? Much. We, of course you do. We, we've talked about John Hughes movies. Like I was just like, ah. Oh yeah, you yeah, have not, said you're not a John Hughes not, fan. Not my thing, man. Like I I don't. I, the second I see that, I hear it. I'm just like, no, nope, I'm out. I'm out. 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 Yeah, you don't seem to me to be like a coming-of-age movie type guy. No. <laughs> I never came of age. <laughs> oh, man. Richard Pryor's whole life would be canceled, except for when he did the movie The Toy. Ooh, that's actually that's pretty fair. good. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, again... It's, Very it's, funny, though. It, it is. And it's, it's, it, it's really interesting, though, when you start thinking about like what comedians would still be able to do what they did. Mm-hmm. Like, Farley. Farley would still be good. Well, yeah, because he was more of a physical comedy. There's too. always room for physical comedy. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like here's the thing: uh, farts and getting kicked in the nuts never not going to be funny. Always funny. Yeah. Just ask Christian Pulisic. Yeah, I mean, it was hilarious. <laughs> but he claims he didn't get kicked there. Yep. Perfect. Yeah, he's saying uh, p- pelvic bone. Yeah. Sure. Pelvic bone. That sounds like like you. I've never had that happen. How do you hit your pelvic bone without hitting your twig and berries? Well, you got to go through the leg or through the abs. Yeah, but these soccer players are skinny, man. There's not a lot of meat there. How do you get the berries above the twig? <laughs> Something about Mary. Another movie. That, yeah. Is that hair gel? <laughs> Does, I haven't seen that in so long. Does that movie hold up? Because It holds up. I, I, Woogie a, is a, like, yeah. that is a movie about stalking. Yes. <laughs> certainly is. Including Bet Brett Favre. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, well, maybe it doesn't hold. Maybe it, it, it does get canceled because of of old Brett Favre now. <laughs> well, didn't um, did you uh, get the beans above the frame? <laughs> how'd you get the beans? How'd you get the beans above the frame? How'd the twig and the berries? How'd you get the berries above the twig? It's so that is so great. That that is how the movie opens. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's just that Full such an insane zip. way to start a movie. Yeah, it grabbed you real early. No, oh, it grabbed something. Uh, <laughs> What's his name? What was his name? Uh, 
It's I want to say Corey Dillon. He was a running back. Matt Dillon. Yeah. Matt Dillon. Didn't he get canceled recently? I think he did. Is that? It's really hard. Did we? Do we have a website for just people that have been canceled yet? Well, it sounds like a million dollar idea, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, trademark done. Yeah, I did it. Did it? Can't steal that idea <laughs> because it's really hard to keep up with what what celebrities have have been canceled and which ones haven't. Um, but I feel like something went down with him. Not too long ago. That may be unfair to Matt Dillon. Or was it his brother, Kevin? Oh, from Entourage. Was it? Well, he was uh, Johnny... Um, drama. Johnny Drama. And... Yeah. All right. That happens. Okay. Okay. Uh, here. Speaking of Chris Farley, this text came in before you mentioned Chris Farley and his comedy holding up. Did you know that Chris Farley was supposed to be the voice of Shrek? Yes. Really? Yeah. They, yeah. And then he died. Then he they died. they had to they had to change basically the entire. Yeah, they movie. had done like a ton if, of it. If you think about it, the, it kind of looks that, like, like Shrek. Yeah, or Shrek kind of looks, looks like Farley. Chris Farley because that's what they do with a lot of the characters. They make you know? them. They make them off them. Yeah. Did you know that the Scottish accent was? I I saw a thing on Myers yeah. like a, like a, kind of breaking down like all of his roles, mm-hmm. and he said, "He's an ogre. He needs to be Scottish." Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 no. We're not doing this. Like, let me do like four yeah. scenes. Yeah. Just this. think of how different that would have been without an accent. Yeah. Yeah. When you find out stuff like it's like yeah. you hear it now, it's like the the Darth Vader hey, clip. Donkey, yeah. come here. <laughs> <laughs> just full Canadian. <laughs> just like he's just like he's Tommy Boy talking to David Spade. <laughs> he said Farquhar. <laughs> Fat guy in a little coat. Like, could you imagine him doing that? Yes, that'd be. <laughs> just, just do a little, just do a little ode to him, and have him like put on his vest, and it's too small, like it shrinks, and then yeah. just have him go. Oh, it's 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 too small. Oh man. Uh, no, yeah. I didn't know Farley was supposed to be it, but yeah, the whole Scottish thing came about as uh, Myers decided like he didn't, he shouldn't be Canadian. Well. Yeah, it, it shouldn't be. And it, I'm I'm here for that. Okay. Um, text at 503-250-1080. Uh, we do have somebody that says, I'm 26, and one, it's one of my family's all-timers, planes, trains, and automobiles. Uh, we watch it every Thanksgiving. As you should. It's the only Thanksgiving movie out there. Is it? Yeah. You know what is kind of, it, it bends time, and I really have a struggle with the timeline of it. Mm-hmm. Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. Because they're watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade when, like, uh, the two grandpas are, oh. are, are falling asleep on the couch. and Never thought of that. And you have Clark out there putting up the uh, Christmas lights. Mm. Yeah. Like, Clark W. Griswold is not a man who would put them up on Christmas Eve. No, 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 no. He puts them up Preemptive. on Thanksgiving. So yeah. is that damn family there for a whole month? I would go crazy, too. Clark! Needs to get a break here yeah. because it makes it look like he's going a little nutso after just a couple of days. The timeline is like a full-on month that everybody's staying with that them. That makes sense now. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Well, see, if he had gotten the jelly of the month at the beginning of the month, maybe it'd been okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. And then also fiscal responsibility. Um, it is a cautionary tale. Don't put the down payment on the pool until you get the bonus. Yeah. You know, is that is that that's, you? You both kind of looked at me. Have you guys experienced this with Odyssey or? Uh no, <laughs> oh, yeah, no. That is something that you should be aware of. Okay. But 
this in See, my mistake Christmas vacation it's all it's also a big plot hole my mistake equal to that would be planning thanksgiving dinner without yet having the uh, gift certificate for the ham from honey baked ham oh no you didn't <laughs> have it in hand no i'm just saying that would be oh. the equivalent yeah of putting down the down payment without yeah. the bonus get ready for that christmas bonus <laughs> all right all right they make a good ham they make a great ham mm. They do. They actually have a good little lunch uh, counter, too. Like, you can get sandwich there. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, check Come out. on, buddy. Okay. We have uh, managed to not sports at all for almost 17 minutes. That's a that's a record. Yeah. Well, we will um, at a, some other point because I'm going to get to the bottom of this Matt Dillon thing. I don't want to... I don't want to... Cancel somebody who's not been canceled? Yeah. Yeah, no, I get you. I mean, that seems unfair. I mean, is it? A journalistic integrity here. That's that's what we're all about here. Yeah. Our journalism and our integrity. Yeah. So coming up on today's show, will Matt Dillon be canceled or not? <laughs> okay. Good Lord. The hard-hitting the hard hitting issues. Um, we will also go through... Hey, we got a 12-team playoff. That's cool. That's cool. Thanks, Rose Bowl. Yeah, right. All right. Well, they made us sweat that one, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate the extortion measures. We get picky at 2 o'clock. We get our picks against the spread. We'll have those up at the Danny and Dusty Twitter account, at Danny and Dusty on Twitter um, is where you can vote for the games. This week in, in this week's action and stay up to all the things that we are doing. We also uh, have got to go. ESPN released their top 25 players under the age of 25 in the NFL. Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, and it's controversial, and I have one big takeaway about two position groups coming from that list uh, mm. that we will get to at the top of next hour. Uh, but where we got to start, it was a long time coming. What's next? Danny Dusty on the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. One, two, three, uh. Danny and Dusty on the fan. All right, an update. Matt Dillon apparently not canceled. So that's good to hear. That's good, good to hear. hear when somebody else is not canceled. It's great to hear. Uh, do you want a Matt Dillon fact that I didn't know? Go for it. Matt Dillon is an aficionado, aficionado and collector of Latin music. 
He has a large collection of vinyl, including a notable library of Cuban 78s. Okay. All right. right. Also, his grandmother invented Flash Gordon. So. That's not the one you led with? Yeah. No. Nope. It was Latin music. Um, I felt like that was... (laughs) That was... Felt like that was the, the more newsworthy of the two, huh? Or noteworthy. If you want, in full disclosure here, guys, uh, what was on my screen at the time was the Latin music, and then I scrolled up, and <laughs> I wanted to say, <laughs> I wanted to say another superhero, but I wanted to make sure we got Flash Gordon. Grandmother, uh, it was a comic strip artist, invented Flash Gordon. Wow. Flash! So, ah. uh Now, just Matt Dillon is just laying a, a little bit low, Okay. I so bet he got blackballed. That's something about Mary Money. He's probably pretty good. Well, no. I saw that he sued uh, producers of the movie Crash, which he was in, which is kind of the last like big movie that he was in, uh, because he felt that they owed him profits from the film. So he probably got blackballed unfairly. That'll happen. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this show um, is pro-Matt Dillon. Unless- For now. Unless he has been canceled, for now, or if he gets canceled in the future, yeah, that's exactly. A, that's a great dis- that's a great disclaimer to put on it. Uh, we're pro- we're pro Matt Dillon ish. We're Matt Dillon adjacent. Is that fair? I like it. All right, fair enough. Okay. Uh, in actual sports news today, Merritt Paulson has put the Portland Thorns up for sale. Who didn't no. see that coming? No. Merritt Paulson canceled. Yates. Yes. Um, but yeah, he's releasing a statement today. Uh, Paulson has said that uh, with a heavy heart, he is uh, going to put the thorns up for sale. And uh, this is something that's been a long time coming after the um, allegations against the club, both uh, confirmation of allegations. Oh, absolutely. And um, really just letting down and creating a culture um, that was unfair to um, women and enabling their former coach to a serial abuser be a serial predator yeah um and then more so the culture in the front office translating to um the treatment of women in the uh, thorns and timbers side of things so it hasn't been a good last year and a half two years for the portland thorns or the portland timbers but the heat too heavy um for Merritt paulson to hang on to the to the portland thorns and now he's He's put the team officially up for sale. Not good enough. Not good enough? Timbers, too. You, you, you think so? Yeah, you, yeah. no, this isn't going to be good enough. Because uh, I don't know if you've seen the uh, Venn diagram of supporters of the Thorns. Mm. Uh, it's basically a circle with the Timbers. Yeah. So <laughs> that's not going to fly. I, this is going to be a really interesting um, story to follow. Because, look, we, we've seen the workplace culture... It is not just on the side of of the thorns. I mean, they they're separate, the thorns and the timbers organization, but they were ran by the exact same front office. And in just separating the two and saying, yeah, you know, we tried to separate and say it's our own front office. It's something completely different. That obviously was not good enough. Now he has control of the Portland Timbers. This is going to be the very interesting part. Is of what you're saying right there, Danny? is this going to be good enough for Timbers fans? Um, but the only way that it, it will affect the ownership of the Portland Timbers is if people don't support the, the, the team anymore and they don't go to games. 
And I don't think that that's going to happen. I think Timber fans will still continue to go to Timbers games. Because remember, mm. you remember when they were supposedly done with the team this last time, and then it became time for important games, and they were like, well, you know, we're still going to go. But we need an team. apology. <laughs> that's right, got to support the team. I... They're, they're, the ownership group is doing their best to string this out as long as humanly possible so that the the support for the liquidation of both teams wanes. It's a waiting yeah. game, and they're trying to play it as long as they can. I still believe it when it's all said and done. He's going to have to divest both. Okay. Well, I know, I know. I just this is. I where, don't think this is going to be good enough. This is where it leads to a slippery slope. Um, and in the statement of that he was putting the team up for sale. Now, something to remember. Providence Park is owned by the city of Portland. It is operated by Peregrine Sports, which owns the Timbers and the Thorns. Yes. So they operate it. They make sure and, and they lease it out to other entities. The Timbers and the Thorns yeah. and other entities that want to play there. Apparently, there's an Ultimate Frisbee League that plays there. News to me. Yep. Okay. Portland State can't get a game there, but can squeeze those guys in. Yeah. Um, it's the turf, clearly. <laughs> it's clearly the turf. No, it, it scheduling conflicts with Portland State are aplenty because of the Timbers and the Thorns both playing there. Um, uh, Portland State should be playing in downtown Portland, though. But I digress. Uh, Peregrine Sports, which leases out the the stadium for use... He did say that whatever new ownership is, they do value the Thorns being in Providence Park. Um, but this is the slippery slope that it's at is with the way that it's set up right now, is the city of Portland going to allow it? Is the city of Portland going to allow Peregrine Sports to still continue to operate Providence Park? They shouldn't. <laughs> Realistically, they shouldn't. Considering what has transpired, yeah, it, but like, nobody—they're they're not a steward of of the, of the property. Clearly, when I was reading the this statement that they were going to sell it, that's the thing, that's the first thing that was rolling through my mind is like one good that they're going to allow because as I was reading, I'm like, oh, okay, how long until you try to strong strong arm the thorns right out of Providence from playing at Providence Park? But as it went on, he did say, you know, we want them to be in Providence Park. We think there's great value in them playing at Providence Park. And we want to find a, a deal that is fair to whatever new ownership group is there. But at the same token, how far down the road does this does this eventually go as far as if you if you're right and you believe the timbers will be sold as well, um, how, how does this all look in the management of of the facility, the two teams, which has become synonymous with soccer? Absolutely. And yeah. is one of the great venues in the MLS and NWSL. It's very interesting. To kind of see how it all is going to shake out. But here's the other part of this. Do you think that whatever ownership group comes in to buy at least the Thorns, and if so, the Timbers, if it's the same or another group, do you think that they're going to be like, no, we don't want to be here in this place that has been synonymous with, with both teams Absolutely. and their title runs? Of course. Of course they're going to want to be yeah. there. But that is, but the op, who operates the venue is... Especially becomes two different entities. Yeah, because I mean, as as much as we like Thorns fans would be like, yes, new ownership and you know taking over the team. Well, 
Same group operates the stadium that you're going to be going to every single day. And this is, is again, part of the reason why I believe it's going to be forced. Yeah, that's why I sit there and I say that is the slippery slope that they're still on right now uh, with the the Merritt Paulson, the Peregrine Sports Group, uh, the Timbers and the Thorns. Um, This may, as as you're saying, just be the beginning. I, I have a feeling that it is because there's so many different layers um, because of you know the rise of both the Timbers and the Thorns and the successes that they had, it did seem like a. I mean, it all seemed like a no-brainer. Like, hey, look, one guy owns both teams. Who saw this coming? You know, sure, operate the stadium too, um, and and really kind of take over and take control and look at the upgrades that they have been behind for Providence Park. It's been absolutely incredible um, to see the upgrades that have been done to that stadium. That new side is insane and it is a first class venue um through and through for soccer in the nwsl and the mls so um it's up for sale i bet it'll be set a record for sales in in the nwsl yes a title multiple title winning team three that has a huge fan support yeah three titles a great uh support a great stadium um Something to keep an eye on with the the thorns, which are officially uh, for sale. All right, 503-250-1080. That is the fan text line. Uh, Let's talk about something happier, shall we? We shall. Like the Blazers losing to the Lakers by 19. Oh, you're a jerk. It's actually better news than this. Eh, Slightly. (laughs) Here's Ruster Sports Center. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. Coach Carousel coming up uh, here in a few minutes. But the Blazers lost 128-109 to the Lakers last night. How the hell you allow 128 points to the Lakers, man? Very carefully. <laughs> Ultimately, what I come down to? Yeah, yeah. There was, well, um, at least this, you're not the Spurs. They gave up 143. One thing Lakers have been doing is scoring. Well, I mean, to an extent, yes. But LeBron James going 6 of 8 from 3 is not something you expect. The Lakers hitting 14 threes mm. is not something you expect. Mm. Just in general, uh, the listen, this isn't to excuse the, the Trailblazers' defense. They're shorthanded. They can't move, and they, they can't stop anybody right now. Yep. But this like a shooting profile, statistical profile, like all of the analytical evidence, it was one of those nights. The Lakers hit shots that they don't normally hit. LeBron James going 6 of 8 from 3 is not a normal thing. Russell Westbrook hitting a half quarter is not a normal thing. Westbrook hitting jumpers in general is not a normal thing. You know what is uh, frustrating, though? Why does it seem like it's always the Blazers that uh, this happens to? You know, where it's like, how often do we go, eh, this is never happens, a statistical anomaly, you know? Like, I, and, and it is. It is. They are statistical anomalies. But when they continually happen again to mm-hmm. your team over and over again, that's where you go, <laughs> all right. The thing about this is, is this happens to everybody except for basically the eventual title winners. <laughs> right. That's how the NBA works over 82 games. And that the you can go back to last year. The you know, piecemeal Blazers before going into the All-Star break, mm-hmm. beating a loaded Memphis team. Handily. That team shouldn't beat yep. that team. Are you kidding me? Nope. Not even close. But you get these statistical anomalies. 
where Josh Hart shoots 50% from three. You, he gets he drops the Barack Obama, the 44-point game. Like, that's not supposed to happen. But in the NBA, in an 82-game season, this stuff happens. And what typically doesn't allow for this to happen is more, as often as it's happening to Portland is you have healthy players and you have depth, and that allows prevents this stuff from happening more regularly. And that's the thing where you sit there and you, you look at Chauncey Billups and you go, yeah, what you you do exactly what you exactly what they did last night is what they should do. Hell, the Blazers won an entire postseason series by not guarding Russell Westbrook. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, continue that. That's not what he does. LeBron James going six of eight from three. Yeah, zone him up, make him shoot from outside. But it's the execution, and this is where it's like, all right, if LeBron's going to go six of eight from three, that's one thing. You know, that is the statistical anomaly. But Austin Reeves being your killer, like that is one where you Blazer fans, like that's the frustrating part when you're watching these games. You're going, all right, the Austin Reeves game, that sucks. Yep, you know, 22 points from Austin Reeves. Easy too. looks. And a lot of it was the Blazers paying. And this, this is, yeah. nobody ever wants to admit this. You want to get beat by the other guys. Yes! You you want to get beat by the other guys. You don't want stars doing this. Like LeBron James stepping in and knocking down six of eight threes, yeah. you're packing the paint. You're saying, LeBron, beat me with your jumper. Dare you. And you know what he did? Mm-hmm. He beat you with his jumper. You're saying, I'm going to throw two at LeBron James and make Austin Reeves beat me. Yeah. The problem was, Austin Reeves beats you. Yeah. I've gone back through and I've watched about half of last night's game already, and I just watched it back and I go, Okay, let's see what's kind of going on here. Austin Reeves gets some suspicious foul calls. We'll call them Lakers prestige calls. I think that's that's a that's a fair juxtaposition yeah. for these this, these foul calls that Austin Reeves gets, and that kind of jump starts the Lakers offense. But as I'm watching it, I'm sitting there going, okay, that's not really like a bad coverage. Just Reeves makes a play there. There's one play in particular where it kind of Reeves gets going. It's, it's a little floater in the middle mm-hmm. of the paint. And it's a ghost screen from Reeves coming out of the corner for LeBron James. And Jeremy Grant is on uh, LeBron. Simons comes up to the level with Jeremy Grant and LeBron James. And LeBron James, as Reeves slips the ghost screen, goes towards the middle of paint. LeBron throws a perfect, precise pocket pass in between Simons and Grant. And Reeves hits like a Mm 14-foot floater. Yep. That's the shot you want to have happen. You want a mid-range pull-up floater from Austin Reeves. Guess what? He hit it. He hit it. And that's when those those things start going. LeBron James starts hitting jumpers. Russell Westbrook's hitting shots from half court. Well, let uh, well the halftime uh, back-to-back nights at home. Laker fan has hit the half court shot for money. Yeah, uh, listen, I'm, I'm starting to wonder: Does Genie have the cash flow on to? <laughs> On hand to pay these guys out. Team without shooters, they got shooters in the stands. Because one guy won seventy five thousand, another guy won twenty five. So, hundred thousand dollars. That's that's a lot of cash to give out. But you look at the end of the night, the Lakers shoot fifty percent from the floor, thirty eight percent from three. Thankfully, they weren't knocking down free throws at a a historic rate um, because that happened the other night. Mm -hmm. But the Blazers, you look at what they did. 47% 47% from the field, a little underwhelming from three. They got to the free throw line not as well as they have in the past. But here's the other thing, Dusty. They took care of the ball. Only yeah. 10 turnovers. Yeah. They've they've gotten away from the turnover bugaboo. <laughs> they have. Over the last, like, two weeks, they've, they've really taken good care of the ball. Well, look, 
the last two weeks, I'd rather them turn the ball over if they're going to win games. And it <laughs> makes you wonder, maybe you need to get a little more up, be a little more up pace. Yeah. Just because so much of what they're doing right, right now has led to them playing in the half right. court. And when they're not able to convert over and over and over again in these in these runs, right? That's what ends up kind of undoing them. Yep. They get these big leads and they fall apart because they switch something up because they only have so many ways they can well, attack. This right isn't now. a rotation that you that they want to be playing because no. with with Gary Payton still out, Dame on the shelf, Keon Johnson on the shelf, like this, and then Josh Hart out. Yep. Like this, Nasir Little out. Like this, the, think of that. We just had a handful of guys that is are all supposed to be playing a Four very Four of your five role. primary ball handlers. And having a starting lineup of Justice Winslow, Trendon Watford, Jeremy Grant, Yusuf Nurkic, Anthony Simons, he could be winning you a whole lot of games anyways. No, but, and I thought you actually got a good game out of Trendon Watford last night. Sure. What you didn't get is it, it looked like you got I mean, you got a turd sandwich out of Yusuf Nurkic. He he was one of those. He didn't care games. No, uh, it, it, that's the way it appeared. It's like, and these happen with Nurk far more often than they should. But we saw it last night where, like, there was almost like hands up, just getting out of the way of people in the lane, and that, like, that is just as big of an issue uh, than anything else that happened that night. And these games happen with Nurk. We know this. Like, yeah, we've seen we've yeah, seen we've it seen for it. long enough. Like, we know we know who he is as a player. There's some games that will just be like that. And uh, last night was one. What sucks is that it's just the damn Lakers. I hate the Lakers. No, no, it never feels good to lose. Listen, the Clipper game, they should not have lost. They absolutely unequivocally should not have lost. The Laker game on a back-to-back when you didn't get much rest and you were this shorthanded, and again, I will bang this drum for a while because I saw these guys in the locker room leaving after the Clipper game. That whole team's beat to hell. <laughs> they are. They man. are beat to hell. Josh Hart was going to try to go last night. He couldn't walk. I had With so his ankles. I had so many people down in LA text me like, "Dude, he can't move. He can't move at all." And across the board, he was trying to go. The dude is a warrior. Like I, I love that about him, man. But Justice Winslow had both his feet in an ice bath for twenty five minutes following yeah. the Clippers game. Jeremy Grant's ankles has like two pounds of tape on each one. Simons is dealing with a foot. Like they are just beat to hell, man. They they need a three day break, which they have coming up here in a little bit, to just chill, relax, and get like. And even then, that's not going to be enough. But like, get a little bit of juice back because they are beat up, man. They are, and it is. This is the grind of the season again. This is what we talked about again and again. They're five hundred. They're eleven eleven, and we talked about this at the very beginning of the season. When the when the schedule came out and we were looking at what the schedule was going to be, it was those first twenty games were going to be hell. First twenty five games, yeah, we're going to be a hell. Christmas, stretch. get to Christmas. They're eleven eleven right now, <laughs> right where they should be. Now it's now we're like, all right, getting to Christmas is one thing. It is getting healthy, and then you can move on from there. And once once you get guys like Lillard back, that is going to be the the of the utmost importance for this team. But as it is, you lose the Lakers. That one stings a little bit. Uh, Shaden Sharp did finally finish that dunk. We were talking about it last night. My God, he caught a body. That was one of the most, like, in real time, they couldn't show the replay fast enough no. <laughs> on TV because it, coming right back down the other way, you had Russell Westbrook uh, finishing off the half. But that put-back dunk 
it was what we almost saw the night before against the Clippers. Because he almost caught Nick Batum, and Nick was almost. just big enough, just yeah. bumped Shaden enough to keep him off balance. Who was homeboy from the Spurs that he almost killed, too, earlier in the year? Uh, the guy who backed into it on the lob from Hart? Yeah, it wasn't so on. It. Who was it? Oh, God. Anyways, almost got almost that guy, too. Him, yeah. But he finally got it. And the replay that that they showed from kind of that, that baseline angle... Where or is the from the behind the camera? The yes. camera was on the correct side of the glass because it's always kind of off offset to one yes. side. You could see his head was above the rim. Yeah, no, his like his, you saw his him eyebrows looking, were at the rim. You saw him like looking down when he cocked back and dunked that ball. No. That was incredible. No. It almost made up for nineteen point loss. Yeah, almost. as John Sukanik uh, pointed out, because I tweeted out right when it happened during the game. Uh, I said. You know, you can if you pause it at the right time, you can see uh, him snatching the souls of the Lakers around him. John Sukanik said he should have snatched twenty more points instead of their souls. <laughs> listen, great point. On nights like that, you, great point. You, you need a little something extra. And listen, man, Kevin Calabro, he brought it. Here's seven to shoot for Simons. Sidesteps Bryant, triggers the three. Oh! Get on up for the downstroke. Shaden Sharp. Scrapes the sky with a right-hand hammer. Ho-ho! We've been waiting for that. That, we were. Oh! You could hear her in the background. The best was Lamar. You could hear <laughs> Lamar, like, and that's why we're lucky to have Kevin Calabro, yes. one, of the, one of the best to do it. Calabro nails it every time, man. Nails it every day. He's always time. up for the moment. Yep. All right. 503-250-1080. That is the fan text line. Uh, we'll have some more Blazers as the show goes on here. But uh, coming up next, we have a little bit of news here uh, in the coaching carousel in college football. Uh-oh. Danny Dusty on the fan. on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. Uh, raise your hand if you knew Sua Cravens, former USC safety, now works for CBS Sports. I did. You did? I did. I had no idea. Uh, Sua Cravens is reporting that uh, Deion Sanders to Colorado is a done deal. So last night, yesterday when we played the audio of the guy asking for a ride to Colorado... I think there's reason why. So I went back and f- watched the video of that. Isn't it great? It's hilarious, man. I, 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 because it's just a sit-down interview with those two. I thought it was like a uh, an open media scrum. Media scrum. Uh-uh. No, the fact that it's a full-on sit-down and, and Prime just gets into it and has some fun with it was, God, it was, that's how you, as a coach, that's how you should handle a, a yeah. reporter trying to, Trying to get you. Yeah. This is uh, this is what Sua Cravens had to say. He said, I'm hearing that primetime, a.k.a. Deion Sanders, will in fact be leaving JSU after the season. It's coming down to two teams, Colorado and Cincy. I'm also hearing 95% done deal. He goes to Boulder next year. Pac-12 about to get real interesting with the transfer portal. Uh, that is, we've talked about the fit, and it is a, it's, it's a bizarre fit. But in the world of the portal, if in Deion Sanders already in a short time at Jackson State proving that uh, he has the chops to recruit and also the portal, people are going to want to go and play for him. 
people you will think? want to go and play for Deion. The South Florida one, I just don't understand. Like, I, I thought South Florida would be the best fit out of those uh, three schools, Cincinnati, Colorado, and South Florida. But um, the, the allure of a Power 5 job is something that is real, and it appears that Colorado is one of the first to jump on board. And that's something that Colorado – or that uh, Dion. He he appreciates the loyalty and the people that wanted to get um, in touch with him the fastest. And if Colorado was at school, good on Colorado, man. It's such a unique change for them because everybody that I've talked to over the last couple of years as it pertains to Colorado is that the problem with Colorado has been that they've the school board and the and the sports program just haven't been on the same page. Mm-hmm. So in order to get Dion. That has to be a monumental seismic shift mm-hmm. because Dion's not going to go there without not only one the money, but number two, the full commitment. Yeah, because he knows he, Dude, he's not an idiot. I don't think this is about money for Dion though. Like the money is going to be there, obviously. But that's what I mean. Like, but yeah, it's that, like, that, that's the school board though yeah, getting on but, on on board with it. That's, that's what's surprising. Yeah, what you're saying is is true though. Is that it's got to be so much more than just money for him. He has got to have that full commitment and. Look, everybody wants to be good at football. Colorado wants to be good at football. Will the university, not just the athletic department, will the university want to be great at football? Yes. Because you have to be willing to let some guys in that you normally wouldn't let in academically. And it is going to be, you talk about UCLA and USC building through the portal. Watch out. Okay, USC because Colorado brought... has already had a mass exodus. Yes, and that was the thing. They're going to have even more. Influx. Like, you could see, like, legitimately in the early signing period coming up in a couple of weeks, you could legitimately see like 30 or 40 Colorado Buffaloes come out of the portal. And here's the thing. <laughs> For everybody who, who wonders about what portal numbers really look That's like. That's crazy. Do you know how many USC brought in last year total? Uh, Over 40. <laughs> so everybody knows the big names, Jordan Addison, Mario yeah. Williams, Caleb Williams. But total, they literally brought in their depth. If you look at almost every single starter on both sides of the ball, there is some form of transfer one way or another, whether it was this last year or the year before. And if you look at Colorado, they don't really have anything to work with. And if you look at the portal right now, you basically have the same situation you had last year, maybe not with a quarterback like a Caleb Williams, but you have a a top recruiting class with a number of guys from just A&M who have entered the portal. You have got almost two dozen top fifty players. Yikes! That have that are already in the portal. If Colorado goes in there and just does what USC did, which is just swoop them up, yeah. you, you don't think that they can listen? I'm not expecting them to be eleven and one playing for a conference title next year, kind of yeah. a deal. But you don't think that they can turn that thing around like that? Mel Tucker did. With a lot less. Yeah, and he did it through the portal. Yeah. Now, here is the going to be the interesting part is, you know, J- Jackson State was the top five FCS program this past year. And that ain't going to translate to winning Pac-12 games. And so there will be a couple that, that Dion does take with him from Jackson, Mississippi, including his son, Sherrod Sanders. So they're going to get a quarterback. <laughs> You're going to get a quarterback out of the deal. What else can you get? Can you bring along the number one uh, player in the country from a year ago, which played corner and receiver, <laughs> you know. Do you think he? Do you think he wants to follow Prime? Because I think he does. Hell yeah, he does. <laughs> do you think he wants to go to Colorado where everything's better? 
Yes. Listen, he or, improved everything at Jackson State, but that place, and this is going to sound awful, that place was a mud hole. Mm. He, he put that place back on the map with the amount of money he was able to, be able to bring into that program. But if you want to talk about facilities, go to Colorado. <laughs> My God. Yeah. Facil- Colorado has is, is upgraded almost everything in the last you know, five to seven years. It's got an incredible stadium. Uh, this would be a big hire for them, too. This would be a big hire if it is, in fact, Dion. He's telling kids he'll be somewhere by Sunday on the recruiting trail. Sunday is when they'll know where they're at and where they're headed. All right. Um, again, Sue Cravens, who's now working for CBS, says that uh, 95% done deal. Dion to Colorado. That 5%, that's a good fallback, though, if it doesn't happen. He's got five. Yeah, I told you there's a 5% chance. Yeah. Five. So you're saying there's a chance. 5%. All right. Wide receivers are better than ever in the NFL. What are corners now? Are they on the same plane? Danny and Dusty on the fan. Can I ride with you to Colorado? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.